That is only something that comes from within. No amount of external things is ever actually going to truly make you feel like enough. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I'm Lauren Francois, human design, mindset, and money expert. I'm a mom of two, entrepreneur for the past nine years, and six-figure earner. I help you, successful, ambitious women, create more success and wealth with more ease by using my unique approach to get you to think and operate in a way that's in full alignment with who you truly are and what you deeply desire. If you're ready to dig into, understand, and remove the blocks that have been holding you back from catapulting yourself forward, you're in the right place. Let's dig into today's episode. Hello, beautiful ladies. This is another really big episode. Today, we are going deep into the subconscious mind, and we're going to be talking about a subconscious belief that may be holding you back. And this is going to be one that is most likely buried. I gave the analogy of mindset work being like peeling back the layers of an onion in a recent episode. This is one of the core layers. This is not an outer layer. This is not a belief that you most likely are conscious that you have, but it's a belief that so many successful, ambitious, driven women end up having. And it's a belief that can serve you for a while and it can serve you in a really amazing way. served me for a very long time. And honestly, it led to a lot of the success that I was able to create. However, there came a point when it stopped serving me. And I believe that every one of you will come to this point eventually if you hold this belief. I have alluded to this topic in a couple of previous episodes. I've actually touched on this topic on a very basic level in a couple of previous episodes, but today we are fully committing. We are diving into this one, and we're going to be talking about an addiction to proving and how an addiction to proving, how the addiction you have to proving yourself is holding you back from creating the success and the wealth that you desire within your business and outside of your business. So let's talk about why this is a problem. Why is it a problem to be addicted to proving? Well, you know what? Before we talk about that, let's talk about how you may know whether you are dealing with something like this. For me, when I was dealing with this specific limiting belief, it looked like me always telling other people that one of the reasons that I was doing what I was doing was to prove to myself that I could do it. I said that to countless mentors. One of the reasons I wanted to create more money, I wanted to create more success, was to prove to myself that I could do it. And on the surface, that sounds great. 
honestly, right? Like we want to have that drive. Like I always had that drive to see what I was capable of. And I still have that drive to see what I'm capable of, to be the very best version of myself. I hold myself to a high standard. I have high expectations to myself. And so in the past, to me, proving myself to myself was associated with that. So it didn't feel unhealthy. It felt like proving myself to me was part of me seeing what I was capable of. Me constantly trying to better myself, me reaching for that next level. So I would say things like that all the time. I would say, well, the reason I'm doing this is to prove to myself that I can do it. And I never outwardly said the reason I'm doing this is to prove to other people that I can do it, but that was an inner thought. It was definitely more on the sub conscious level and it came out in different ways. I never would have admitted to that consciously, but subconsciously there was also a need to prove myself to other people. And when I did my reintroduction episode, I talked about this. I also talked about this in the interview I did with Erica Gregory. Gregory. (laughs) We dove into proving a little bit. And I shared that, you know, I never felt good enough on a subconscious level. We're talking subconsciously, okay? Consciously, I felt good enough. Like if you would have asked me if I felt good enough, I would have said, of course. But when I dug really, really deep on a subconscious level, I never felt good enough. And that was the reason, that was like the deep reason why I was so addicted to proving, why I needed to prove myself is because I didn't feel good enough just the way that I was, just as I was. And so the way I made myself feel good enough was through proving that I could be more successful, proving that I could be more fit, proving that I could make more money, proving that I could reach the next level. Like proving that I could do these things is what made me feel good enough. And so when I realized this, it sent me on this whole inner journey of learning and embodying the belief that I am good enough just as I am. And so if I'm good enough just as I am, I have nothing to prove. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. But in that journey, I also looked at proving itself. And I really wanted to examine what proving is, what it looks like, how it manifests, so that I could help other women who are dealing with this. And so I want to start with why an addiction to proving can become a really big problem. So the first reason is, is that it puts you in a constant state of lack. If you are trying to prove yourself to yourself or to other people, you are immediately in a state of lack because If you have to prove something, it means that you are not good enough right now. 
if you were good enough right now, you would have nothing to prove. But you're not good enough right now as you are, which means you have to prove something, which means you are in lack. So you are constantly operating in a state of lack. And what does that do? When we're operating in a state of lack, when our primary vibration or frequency is one of lack, when we're focusing on lack, we create and we attract more lack. And now I want to show you some sneaky ways that this shows up because it's not just, oh, I'm struggling to make more money. I'm struggling to reach that next level of success. Yes, that can be lack. That is lack, but it also can show up. And this is the way that I see it show up very, very often with female entrepreneurs, women who are very career-oriented, career-driven, is like this feeling that it's never enough. And maybe that resonates with you on a deep level. This feeling like no matter what you do, it's never enough. So you reach a certain goal and you think, when I reach that goal, when I reach that level, then it's going to feel like enough. And you get there and it doesn't feel like enough. And then you set the next goal. You're like, when I get there, it's going to feel like enough. And then you get there and it doesn't feel like enough. And then you set that next goal. And when you get there, it still doesn't feel like enough. It never feels like enough. You never feel satisfied. You never, it always feels like there's more, which there is always more. There's always more to have. There's always more to do. There's always more abundance to attain. And the real difference here is how you approach that, the place you're approaching that from. So it's a very different feeling to feel like there's always more and you desire more, but it's coming from a place of overflow where there's no need and there's no lack. And I need more. There's more and I need more. Those are two very, very different energetic states. And the one I see so many female entrepreneurs get caught up in is this, I'm seeing other people make more all around me. And so I need more. This level of success isn't enough. I need to reach the next level. And then you reach that and you see someone else doing more than that. And you're like, this is not enough. I need to reach more. It's this need versus overflow. Those feel completely different in your mind and body. So if you're one of those women who just feels like whenever you achieve a goal, you're not really able to celebrate that goal because your mind automatically goes to, well, I need to reach the next level. And no matter how much you make, no matter how much success you create, you feel like it's not enough. And we're talking about, you could be creating massive success. We're talking about consistent five-figure months, multi-five-figure months, even six-figure months. There are women who feel this way who make six figures a month because they see other women making more. And it's this constant need to prove that they can do it to prove to themselves, to prove to other people on a subconscious level that they can do it. And that comes from a place of lack. So you're putting yourself into a constant state of lack when you're addicted to proving. 
Number two, it really is a superficial reason for why you're doing what you're doing. And I say that very lovingly. I don't mean for that to sound mean, but I want that to jar you. It is superficial. If your reason for doing what you're doing is simply to prove to yourself that you can do it or to prove to other people that you can do it, that is not enough. You have to have a deeper reason for doing what you're doing because that reason is not going to carry you through the challenging times, the most challenging times. It has to be deeper than that. You have to have a deeper connection to why you're doing what you're doing than simply proving. Proving is superficial. Number three, you don't believe you're good enough just as you are. We talked about this already, but this is the third reason that this is a problem is because you don't inherently believe that you are good enough. And if you don't believe you're good enough, just as you are, you're going to start acting in a way that is out of alignment for you to prove that you are good enough. This is what gets us addicted to proving. This reason right here, this reason why proving is a problem is your reason that you're addicted to it. It's because you don't believe you're good enough. And this opens up a whole can of worms because then you get to look at, well, why don't I believe that I'm good enough? First, you have to face the fact that you don't believe that you're good enough. And then you have to look at, well, why don't I believe I'm good enough? And that can take you down a whole path into your childhood, into past experiences, past traumas. And it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage to really look at those things, to open that box, to learn how to deal with those things. That's the third reason why this is a problem. The fourth is you don't believe you're worthy or deserving. And you inherently are. We are all born worthy of the things we desire. We are all deserving of the things that we desire. This has nothing to do with proving that you're worthy or proving that you're deserving. And yet we make it have something to do with that. We entangle those two things into our success. Like I have to do this because I have to prove that I'm worthy. I have to prove that I'm deserving. And then how do I do that? How do I prove that I'm worthy of this? You can't prove that you're worthy. You can't ever prove that you're worthy. No matter what you do, you cannot prove that you're worthy because you're already worthy. You're inherently worthy. You are deserving. There's nothing you can do that's going to make you more deserving. And yet we can entangle this with hard work, with the amount of things we do. We can say, I'm not worthy until I work hard. I'm not deserving until I work hard. You see this in our society. If someone appears to come by success in a much easier way, I will say, I use that word cautiously, easier way. But if someone comes by success without having the huge challenges that someone else has had to endure to create that same level of success, 
we diminish it. I talked about this in the episode on our need for a struggle. This kind of ties into that. We idealize the underdog story, the rags to riches story, the David versus Goliath story. If it appears that someone has had an easier, and I'm saying that with quotations with my hands, an easier road, we don't give typically that level of success or that person as much credit as the person who has had to overcome more struggles or more challenges. Because we say if you have to overcome or if you've overcome more challenges and more struggles, you're more worthy. You're more deserving. That's not true. That has nothing to do with being worthy or deserving. So one thing you can look at right now is what am I doing in order to prove to myself that I'm worthy or deserving of the thing I desire? And is that ultimately true? Do I have to do those things? What if I was just worthy already? How would that shift things? So the, what number are we on? Fifth thing is, the fifth reason it's a problem is it puts you into a toxic cycle of always needing more. And we talked about this. It's never enough. If you have an addiction to proving, no matter how much you create, it will never ever be enough. I think we're on number six. You prioritize productivity, success, doing more, working more, working harder as a way to prove your worthiness. And this is going to lean lead to burnout. <laughs> this is the fastest way to put yourself on the fast track to burnout is to think that you need to be more productive, more successful. You have to do more. You have to work harder in order to create more. That is all tied up in you feeling like you are not enough and you are not doing enough to create the kind of success you desire. And there's a fine line here because we have to work, right? Like action is a part of the manifestation process. Action is required to create the success you desire. So I'm not saying you don't have to work for it. You don't have to take action. What I'm saying is we can get to this place where we feel like we're not doing enough no matter how much we're doing. You could be doing all the things and feel like I'm not doing enough because the success isn't coming. So I have to do more. I have to do more. I have to do more. I have to be more productive. I have to work harder. And if I do that, then I'm going to prove that I'm worthy because that's what's required. But that's not necessarily what's required, you guys. You're seeking validation in external circumstances. So when you're addicted to proving, you're looking to your external circumstances and to other people to tell you that you are enough. You're letting external circumstances dictate your enoughness, your worthiness, your deservingness, And that is not an external job. That is an internal job. That is only something that comes from within. No amount of external things is ever actually going to truly make you feel like enough. That's inner work that has to happen. 
And the last reason I wrote down that this is a problem is because it leads to a lack of boundaries. I see this all the time and I'm going to do a whole episode on boundaries because I just went through a personal experience around this, but it's so important that we have really, really strong boundaries in entrepreneurship, especially when we are really working on living in alignment with our human design and working on our subconscious beliefs. We have to have boundaries around what we're available for and what we're not available for. And we have to hold those boundaries. And what I found is that when you are addicted to proving, you really don't have a lot of boundaries because you're always willing to do something to prove to yourself or other people that you're worthy. And if you're always willing to do something, you don't have a boundary. A boundary says, I am not willing to do that in that scenario. A boundary is a solid line. It's a line you draw in the sand that says, I am available for this and I'm not available for this. I will do this. I will not do this. No matter what. And if you're addicted to proving that no matter what, usually disappears. So how do we let go of this addiction to proving? This is a inner journey. This is an inner journey that you're going to go on. It's going to be inner exploration. It's going to require you to open yourself up and to really look at yourself, but it is going to be so transformational. It is beyond powerful. And when you let go of proving, that is when you are going to be completely free. I truly mean that. When you let go of proving, you are free. That is true freedom. Because then you can operate from a place of what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Because I want to do it. Because it's part of my purpose. Because it brings me joy. Not because I need to do it. To prove something. So that is true freedom in my eyes. When you have nothing to prove, you are truly free. So how do we let go of this need to prove? The first thing I want you to do is I want you to look at and answer the question, why do I feel like I need to prove myself? And the ultimate answer is going to be, and always is, because I don't feel good enough as I am. It always comes back to that. Now, there may be answers in between that, but that is like the core belief behind that question is I don't feel good enough as I am. And then the question becomes, well, why don't I feel good enough as I am? What is the reason for me not feeling good enough as I am? Were there things that happened in my past, in my childhood, that led me to believe that I am not good enough as I am? And for me, I trace this back to an initial situation, an initial encounter that I had in middle school that really set me on the track 
to believing that I was not good enough as I was. And once I uncovered that belief, all these other things started to fall in place. I could see how this pattern became a recurring pattern throughout my life. All the things I would do because I didn't feel like I was good enough as I was. So it really helped me to try to pinpoint where this came from because then when I pinpointed where it came from, I could start to forgive. So that's the next step is once you uncover where did this belief that I'm not good enough come from, you have to go through a period of forgiveness. You have to forgive the people that helped to create that belief within you and you have to forgive yourself. And that is a really, (laughs) it's not a complex process, but it's a deep process. Forgiveness is a really deep process. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of bravery to forgive, to forgive yourself, to forgive other people. So I don't want to wash over that in this podcast, but we're not going to go deep into forgiveness in this episode. But that's the next step is once you uncover your reason for not feeling good enough, you can look at, okay, how has this been perpetuating throughout my life? And you're going to see connection points. And then you get to go on this journey of forgiveness. The third step after you forgive is to start embodying the belief that you are good enough just as you are. You are deserving just as you are. You are worthy just as you are. And you get to ask yourself, if I was good enough, if I'm already worthy, if I'm good enough as I am, if there's nothing to prove, then what? What would I do? How would I show up? And that's when you get to start. And the fourth step is to start to live in alignment with that. If you say, okay, if I was not trying to prove anything to anyone, if I was not trying to prove anything to myself, if I truly believed that I was good enough just as I am, what would I do next? Would I continue doing this thing that I'm doing? Would I continue showing up in this way? And you get to look at that. Or would I do something different? Would I show up differently? Now that's a simple five-step process for a deep transformation. And I don't want the simplicity of what I just said to negate the importance and the level of challenge that you may endure as you go through the process. Because what can happen as you start diving into answering those why questions is you may uncover some big traumas that come to the surface that you are ready to navigate. And that may require external support. That may require you reaching out to a mentor, to a therapist, to a counselor, to someone to help you work through these really, really deep subconscious beliefs that are coming up so that you can 
release them so that you can get to a place of knowing no matter what someone said to you in the past, no matter how many times they said it to you when you were a child, no matter what you went through, you are worthy and you are deserving and you are enough just as you are. Because once you get to that place, once you have that core belief, then your action can shift. Now, what actions might shift? I know for me, when I was able to let go of this addiction to proving, I was able to let go of time pressure that I put on myself around creating certain levels of success. I discovered a connection between time pressure that I put on myself and proving. The need to prove is what led me to feel pressure around the timing of achieving the the levels of success that I desired. Like I put the time pressures on, those time deadlines on because I felt like I needed to prove. So when I was able to let go of that need to prove, all of a sudden I was able to let go of all of those time pressures of the thought that I need to accomplish this by this amount of time. I need to make this much money from the first of the month to the 30th of the month because that's how much you make in a month. And then I can say that I made this much in a month, right? Like if you're in the coaching industry, if you're an online entrepreneur, you know what I'm talking about. These like, I made six figures in a month. I made $20,000 in a month. You know, you get to take those away and you get to say, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Like, it does not matter how much time it takes because there's nothing to prove. And I'm not doing this to prove anything to anyone or to myself. I have that deeper connection to why I'm doing this. So if the money comes in, in 60 days, great. If it comes in in 45 days, great. If it all comes in within a week and I can say I made $20,000 in a week, great. But like it doesn't actually matter. It doesn't actually matter. And so when I released the need to prove, I was able to take the pressure off of myself. And because I was able to take that pressure off, I show up completely differently. There's no like urgency from a need of lack because urgency can be a really good thing right like urgency can be a positive thing I love having a sense of urgency but I don't want to have a sense of urgency from a place of lack I want to have just a sense of urgency because I have things to do and things that I want to accomplish not because I have to prove that I can do it just because I have a deep desire to do it So hopefully you guys can hear the difference in that. Hopefully you can feel the difference in that in your body because I really feel like this is like, this is a feeling. This is an energetic feeling. It's really hard for me to explain the difference between the two because it's something that I feel in my body. When things come from a place of need, it feels uh, restrictive in my body. Like there's a bit of anxiety around it. It's this feeling of like, like that doesn't feel good versus when it comes from a place of overflow, it's this feeling of overflow. It's this feeling of like, oh, it's like this exhale. It's like this, yes, like that feels 
good. Like that feels really good. It doesn't feel restrictive. It feels expansive. So I want to, I want you to play around with those two feelings in your body and what certain things, like what certain, when you're saying certain things, how your body reacts to those things, because a lot of this is a feeling, it's energy, it's vibration, because we are all energy. So hopefully that makes sense. So one of the biggest things I was able to release was this time pressure. The other big shift that happened for me is I was able to ask myself, what do I really enjoy doing? (laughs) Like, let's connect to the deeper reason why I'm doing this. How do I really enjoy showing up? And that led me to reevaluate how I show up in my business. That led me to podcasting. I love showing up here. That led me to kind of take a step away from social media because I don't necessarily love social media all the time. Social media has never actually been like my jam, but I did it because I felt like I had to. I needed to because I had things to prove. So it shifted where I was showing up. It shifted how I desire to serve. I used to believe that I had to offer certain things and a progression of things. I used to believe that in order to scale my business, I couldn't just do one-on-one mentorship. I had to do courses and masterminds and, you know, all these other things. But I've never really felt passionate about masterminds. I've never really felt as passionate about courses as I do one-on-one mentorship. But I was doing it because I felt like I needed to do it to reach that next level. And I needed to reach the next level to prove that I was good enough. You see how this is all connected and how when you release that belief, so much can change. I hope this is just opening your eyes to the power of this one deep subconscious belief. So those are the two big things that changed for me. The the time pressure was eliminated, which shifted how I show up, how I interact with people, my energy, and then it shifted my business model, honestly, because I got to say, what do I want to do? What am I really good at? What am I being called to do? What lights me up? And that is in alignment with my human design as a Manny Jen. And I know that when I'm following that, the answers to those questions, I'm going to create more success than I ever could have created trying to do the things I felt like I needed to do in order to prove that I was good enough. So the cool thing about this is it feels like when you actually align yourself that your success is going to diminish because we have such strong beliefs around what it takes to create the kind of success we desire. And a lot of that is planted in us from our society. But the truth is, when you let go of all of that and you start operating in alignment with your human design, you're going to create more success. You're going to create way more success with way more ease. And amen to that, because isn't that what we all want? (laughs) I know it's what I want. So I am going to leave it at that. I really, really hope that this episode was the starting point for you. 
on a journey inward looking at your possible addiction to proving and what that means and how it's actually holding you back from all of the things you desire. And I hope it gave you a glimpse into what is possible on the other side of letting go of that addiction, of working through these things. Because you guys, it is such a beautiful place to be on the other side of it. It is worth it. I can tell you standing here today, after going through all of the work I went through to release this particular subconscious belief, it is so worth it. It really is what true freedom looks like. And my hope for all of you is that you get to this place because it is just the most spectacular place to be. With that, I will wrap up this episode. If this is something that you want to dive deeper into, that you want support and guidance on as you navigate this, we can do that in a one-on-one mentorship. I would love nothing more than to support you on this journey through a one-on-one mentorship of letting go of these really, really deep subconscious beliefs, aligning your mindset with the success that you desire, aligning your relationship with money with the success you desire, and aligning yourself with your unique human design so that you can create more success and more wealth with more ease. That's what I'm here for. That's what I do. And I do it through one-on-one mentorship. So if that's of interest to you, please reach out. Either shoot me an email or just shoot me a quick DM on Instagram. And we can chat about where you're at, what you're struggling with, what your desires are, and see if working together would be a good fit for the both of us. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you at our next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, had a breakthrough or an aha moment, be sure to share it with me through a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are what help the podcast reach more women who want to create more success and wealth with more ease. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me at Lauren underscore Francois for more tips, wisdom, and behind the scenes content. And don't forget to check out the show notes for any links referenced and the current ways we can work together. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect in our next episode.